Good morning, and welcome to Morning Prayers. Today's service will begin with a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Psalter book, Psalm number 42, found on page 21. Please stand as you are able as we read responsively by whole verse. As a heart longs for flowing streams, so my soul for thee, O God. My tears have been my food day and night, while men say to me continually, Where is your God? These things are the And led them in procession to the house of God, with glad, with glad shouts and songs of thanksgiving, a multitude keeping festival. Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my help and my God. As with a deadly wound in my body, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me continually, Where is your God?
This morning's reading is from the first epistle of John, chapter 1, verse 1. We declare to you what was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life. When I was a little girl, my mother taught me about the five senses, sight and hearing, taste and smell and touch. These five senses, she told me, exist as our means, our only means, of interfacing with the outside world. I know that all of you are sitting in these pews today because I can see you. If I were blind, I could hear you. If I were to walk out of this pulpit right now and lay my hand on yours, I could touch you. But if I could do none of these things, if I had no senses at all, what could I know? I would be uncertain of everything. And for me, speaking as a graduate student in 2018, that often seems like the worst fate of all. I think the writer of the first epistle of John might be able to sympathize. He's a man very concerned with what his senses can tell him, this writer. What we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands. In yesterday's lectionary, this passage is paired with the story of Thomas. Doubting Thomas, as you may know him. Upon hearing of the resurrection of Jesus, Thomas is the one who says that, unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. I will not believe. Throughout the long history of the Christian tradition, Thomas has often been portrayed as lacking, deficient in faith. This is a very easy thing for us later Christians to say. None of us have the option of seeing and touching as Thomas did. But if you had been there, wouldn't you have said the same thing? It's a perfectly reasonable thing to ask for, to see and to touch. It is through our senses, after all, that we know. If I'd been there, I certainly would have wanted to wait, as Thomas did, to see Jesus' wounds and to hear his voice. But I wasn't there. I have only secondhand information. My senses tell me nothing of the resurrection of Christ. This is a trait I share with 2.3 billion other Christians in the world, not to mention the billions who lived and died before me. That's a lot of people who don't quite know what John means when he says that he has seen with his own eyes and touched with his own hands. It's a lot of people who never had the option that Thomas did to look upon the mark of the nail. It's enough people to make you think 
isn't it? We are all so understandably preoccupied with our senses, with what we can see and hear and touch. And yet, so much of what matters most to us exists beyond the strict limits of our five senses. The resurrection of Christ, or the love of our families, or the knowledge of right and wrong. In time, I suspect that we may yet come to be grateful that we were not there. That unlike Thomas, we were never in a position to demand proof. Instead, we are forced to look beyond the boundaries of our senses. And in so doing, we come to understand that there is more to life than knowing the most, and more to life than being the most certain. And given all the things I am uncertain of, given all the things I suspect I will never know, I think that that is very good news indeed. And will you please join me in saying the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Please stand as you are able to sing the hymn, Let Us with a Gladsome Mind, hymn number eight in your Crimson Harvard hymnal, hymn number eight.
as we go into this day, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord grant you peace. And the gathered people said, Amen. Amen.